Good morning and welcome to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. I'm your host, Rob Bird. We are truly honored to bring to you the people and places of Southwest Michigan and beyond. Welcome to episode 218. We have so much to tell you, so let's get to it. On this show, the Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. We'll have Treat Hartman and Eric Haviland here in the studio to talk about more temp-tasting delights. And in the studio will be Dr. Max Masters, who will be coming in to talk about chiropractic work and talk about some of the other things they've got going on at a studio, as well as Mason Dixon and Scott T. Our special guest on the phone will be Lee Kapp, who is a national championship wrestler at the University of Wisconsin, three-time national champ, a four-time World Cup champion, a seven-time United States freestyle champion, made the Olympic team in 1980, but it was boycotted. He has some great stories that he's going to share with us. And on Let's Talk Real Estate with Tina Goodrich, the subject's going to be short-term rentals. It's all here right now and so much more on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. A huge thank you to all of you that made Senior Services of Van Buren County a success. Hi, I'm Diane Ragosi, the Executive Director. Because of you, we were able to expand our service locations in 2023, which will allow for increased flexibility to meet the needs of our senior population. It is your commitment to Senior Services of Van Buren County that has provided the foundation and the ability to expand our services. Please call us at 269-637-3607 or visit our website at seniorservices-vbc.org. Now you can see the award-winning documentary House of David, Life Everlasting on Amazon Prime. The story of the House of David is steeped in mystery, intrigue, drama, and exceptionalism. The House of David Life Everlasting documentary film takes you through the formation of the colony, its greatest achievements, the sex scandal, and where it is today. Search House of David Life Everlasting on your Amazon app or go to hodfilm.com for the link. This year's race at Mason Dixon at your service. At your service, you ask? Yeah, buddy. See, I bet y'all can use a little pep in your step, a little zest in your fest, and something new for the barbecue. I can entertain your guests, energize your meetings, MC your wedding or special event, and I won't drink up all your beer. No siree, I'm a highly respected professional. And to find out how you can hire me in 2023, send an email to raceandmasondixon at yahoo.com and check out raceandmason.com. That's R-A-C-I-N-M-A-S-O-N.com. It's the Blueberry Chicks by the Blueberry Store. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. The Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. And this morning we only have one chick here in the studio. <laughs> Tree Hartman, good, good morning though, to one. you. Good morning. Yes, and uh, we have, I don't know what they would call, what is a... a a rooster? We have a rooster. <laughs> Eric Haviland, uh, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Treat. Good yes. morning, Eric. Okay, so we, here we are. Do, we're going to be doing the same thing that we have been doing the last few weeks for sure, and that's called eating. Um, so I guess we'll start right with Treat. Treat, what are we going to be uh, eating here uh, this morning? Well, let's see. Um, we're, it's kind of like a brunch sandwich. Okay. Biscuit, mm-hmm. sausage patty. And a compote made of blueberries and blueberry uh, pepper jam from the blueberry store. And some herbs, some basils in there, and some chive. And the biscuit has the compote, cheese, a couple different kinds of cheeses, Swiss and cheddar. And then the sausage and then um, the compote. And on top of the the, um, biscuit is a fried egg. 
Oh, okay. So that's it. Nice. And then you could dip it in this gravy I've made. Okay, yeah, some gravy. You can you can go ahead and try that, Eric. I'm going to give it a shot. And she's going to send that over to me. So now, the thing is, that when we only have three people here, that puts it all on you, Tree, while we're eating to keep on talking. <laughs> okay, so um, go ahead and do that. And that was kind of fun. I thought, you know, you bring in a little bit of the biscuit and the egg and all that. But adding that blueberry to it was a little bit... Um, Kind of, I thought, creative on my end. I thought, geez, that's... And the cheese goes good with blueberries, but the just to have the difference, it's like a pancake. I mean, you're going to have blueberries in your pancake, so why not put right. it all together? It's delicious. Is this a little sloppy? Is it? Good. It is a little are. sloppy for sure. But. It is, and that's the bad part about this radio show. Well, it is because <laughs> yeah. you, you have to prepare stuff ahead of time, and, yes. then, and then you bring it in, so it does sit for a little while. Yes, and... and I, I, I don't think it has diminished the taste. Maybe that could happen, but yeah, it does send a, everything kind of melds yep. together. But I thought the idea was pretty good, and um, that way, you know, you can get your kids to eat. If you don't want to make the compote, just put some jelly on it. It, it was really, really comes good. through the jalapeno. Or, does it? Yeah, yeah a little nice. kick. Yeah. Not too bad. No, no, it's a compote. Uh, it's a. I consider it a uh, cooked fruit. Before you make jelly or marmalade, it's just a you just warm it through. I use frozen stra- uh, strawberries, frozen blueberries, and uh, put a little water in there. Didn't put any sugar or anything like that. I just added the uh, blueberry pepper jelly and cooked it down until the blueberries were thawed. Mm-hmm. So I call that a compote. Okay. I think there's different ways, but you could you could have told me anything and I would have believed you. <laughs> Now, is that the same? Do other people, is that what they consider a compote also? I think so, too. Okay. Yeah, this one is, yeah, and then I cooled it off, and then I put it on the sandwich. I don't know what I like better, if I like the uh, gravy with it or just by itself. Yeah, the gravy is a bechamel, so it has no cheese in it. It has salt and pepper, garlic in it, and that's about it. I like the combo. Do you? Yeah, I like okay, them together. Okay, good. Sausage is really good, too. You know, I had a plain pork sausage just ground from the store. And I added my own spices in there. So a little bit of blueberries yeah. in there. <laughs> now, when you say your own spices, are they from a jar or do you grow these spices yourself? A jar. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I don't know if you can truly claim that you used well, your spices. Oh, okay. Now, your own spices that you own. Purchased. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Be technical, Rob. Well, go, I just want to make sure. Go for it. I want to, you okay. know, I want to know how far you actually go. Oh, I you see. You know, do you do uh, I herb have garden? A little windowsill one, yes. Do you? Okay. Yeah, but it's very puny. <laughs> right. I can't. Yeah. So it but just anyway. turns out as much as you cook, way easier just to buy it in a uh, in the yeah. jar or the can. Yeah, yeah, most of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so, that's fantastic. Okay, so here's a quesadilla. Is, is there so, oh, something else to eat? Quesadilla, yeah, while it's warm. Okay. And it's just a small tortilla. And with that one, I put. Uh, the Colby Jack cheese on it, a slice of deli turkey, and the pepper jelly. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not the pepper jelly. That's the new dip they have. So one, if, if it's more blue, that's the blueberry cream dip mix. And if the yellowish one is lemon blueberry 
dip mix. This is really good, too. Okay. A lot of blueberry jumping out at me. Is it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, make okay, sure you so get that mic a... over there, by. I know it. We forget about that. <laughs> chomping, but it, chomping. Yeah, try not to chomp into the mic and make sure you talk into it. When you... <laughs> All these directions, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, so that that was just kind of an afterthought. Mm, oh, no. <laughs> there you go. That's it. So that was kind of easy, and I thought that'd be kind of good for kids coming home from school, kind of easy peasy. And you melt the cheese really good. I did it in a skillet. Oh, and a pie, piece of pineapples in that one. Okay. Right? I, I yeah. just hit that. Okay. I just sliced pineapple really thin. I just thought, oh, that sounds kind of good. It gives a nice little snap. Uh, okay. Don't so, ever do that to me on pizza, though. Oh. That's just awful. Awful. The worst thing you could ever do to a pizza is put a piece of That's what I hear, but I don't know. I eat pizza whenever, however. You like it with pineapple? Not, I don't order it that way, no, but I but don't mind it. If someone had it, you wouldn't oh, yeah. a piece pizza of pineapple pizza. pizza. Okay. Yep. I'm being quiet because sausage and pineapple is my pizza. So. Is oh. it? Sausage oh, and pineapple. Wow. Mm. That's certainly an interesting combo. Yeah, so the blueberry dip was really cool. I thought a lemon, we have a new, they're new to us, so this is the first time I ever made them. The, the instructions were really easy, came out the same way that the instructions said, so I was pretty happy. Right. Yeah, the only thing is, I'll tell you, is that you have to make it like, I think it's the package says four hours ahead of time so it will set, otherwise it's uh, thinner. The cream cheese in there has to be Yeah, it's not runny. Set. It's nice and Okay. Set. Yeah. And then I cooked, I did it on the skillet. I warmed it through in the skillet, melted the cheese, and I thought for sure it was going to ooze out, but it didn't. So that's yay. No, that, they, had, they had to sit for a little while, too. So it was Yeah. If they would probably ooze out if you, you know, took them right off the skillet and you, you served them, I would assume. Oh, that could be. Yeah. yeah. Had a little time to cool down and to... Form and then itself again. In the next uh, section segment, we're going to do eat it um, with uh, little crackers, pretzels, the dip. We'll eat each one so you can so taste it. So we got a dip it. to try. Yes. Okay. When this one segment's over. Okay. Well, it's it's getting over pretty quickly. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So what's the phone number to the blueberry? Store? I know it. Do you guys know it? <laughs> no. No. I okay. Don't. So. <laughs> All right. Now, this is an important number, especially when you're on the show. It's one 654 2400 It's a toll-free number to the Blueberry Store. You can find some of these recipes. I know there's some variations to what's going on, but yes. you can find a bunch of blueberry-type recipes on that uh, on their website, the Blueberry Store, theblueberrystore.com, or call for any questions. Like I said, it's one 654 2400 The Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. 
And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. If you're looking for some fresh new music, check out the music of the Trussin' Bird Band. Find all their music wherever you do your streaming. You can also find them on iTunes if you would like to purchase it for your collection. Trussin' Bird Band's music is a gritty mix of rock, blues, pop, and a little bit of reggae and country in the mix. Check out TrussinBirdBand.com to see all their music videos and find out more about this amazing group of musicians. That's TrussinBirdBand.com. T-R-U-S-I-N-B-Y-R-D Band.com. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. The Blueberry Chicks with Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. One trick treat. Hartman here. To one trick treat. Hartman. That was. That, that I don't like that, bad, Rob. Yeah. That is. All right, we, we won't say that. One chick <laughs> treat. Hartman. One trick chick. Yeah, it's better when it's one chick, right? One now, chick. not one trick. All right, Eric Havlin here in the studio. We're we're eating this morning, and that was that was a pretty fun uh, little radio moment there. Yeah. All right. So you've got another recipe for us to uh, to try. Yes, and this is just simple. This is the dip I made per the pack instructions and I rolled I s- spread it out on the um, tortilla 8 mm-hmm. inch tortilla then I put a, a deli turkey on it mm. and then I dressed it with a lemon vinaigrette type of thing just squeeze lemon with a little olive oil salt and pepper mm-hmm. on the spinach and on the kale that's in the, spinach and kale my well oh one has spinach one has kale and there, so there's two different kind here? Yes, there's a, the blueberries and cream dip, and there's the lemon one. Okay, all right. So it's the same ones the you've been eating, but they're. Um, I put one with spinach and one with kale just to... Yum. Yeah, well, good. That's double superfood there. Blueberries and kale. Blueberries, kale, and, and spinach in the other one. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, so it makes a little hors d'oeuvre or a little kid snack on the way... Yeah home or to the football field or whatever it's you remember easy. popeye for all those young kids out there yeah oh, and spinach he was strong to the finish because he, <laughs> he ate his spinach yes but so this true is, so this true. is great though because i know in the market right now we're talking to a lot of different people and um i met uh, this one organization and they're focusing on institutions where it's schools and um universities hospitals those kind of things sure yeah. and having some really good easy quick um, healthy treats like this is important, and, I, and it's really where the market's going. People are spending I the agree. time working, yeah. focusing on it. Everybody wants whole foods now, mm-hmm. you know, handmade. The, the days of the the processed food and the, you know, with all the preservatives yeah. is kind of not trending right now. And I think it's a good thing for all yeah. of us. And, and I think it's going to be fun to kind of watch as this happens that people get more organic with their food, um, watching them turn around and the, the rates of cancer and probably heart oh, disease as yeah. they as they should go down unless some way we find a way to you know kill us all with carcinogens and <laughs> and, and and burning uh, trains and stuff but whatever that may be I, I and speaking of that eric i know i was going to ask you what's been going on because you're still still kind of new um your, yeah. I mean, your feet are certainly wet i, I mean see out there at the farm but you're still kind of new what's been going on out there well you know this is the time of year where it, it, we're prepping for, you know, what's to come, and that's the whole blueberry season. But there's a lot to do to get, in, uh, you know, ahead of the curve before it happens. We're doing a lot of seminars where, you know, there's researchers that have done some work through this last year. 
we're gathering as an industry going through some of those results and um, you know kind of taking it for what it's worth and seeing how we could apply it to our farms or marketing strategies or those sorts of things um, networking like I was saying about you know running into this group recently at one of the seminars and um, you know making sure everything from packaging is where you know just on the starting gate getting ready to you know go down that road we got to meet with the marketers and find out you know what are their packages for the season and make sure with the lead times that we need we're in cahoots with you know all the people yeah. that do the packaging and get our orders in so we don't have any delays there and and before you know it, the grass is going and growing, yeah. and so are the blueberries. Yeah. I already hear the spring birds. and Yeah, that's know. been kind of nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. All right. Well, good. It's good to hear that. I mean, everybody's really – so this is really the the big, uh, you know, get everything ready to launch into the season. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, and kind of getting exposed to a lot of things. We just had uh, our – uh, crop insurance adjuster out and she was kind of going over some stuff with Shelly. Shelly pulled me in and said, here, just kind of sit and listen and you'll see how this end of it goes. And it's, you know, it's, there's a lot involved, especially when you have your hands in so many farms like she does. And, sure. um, you know, to know every spot in on each of the farms where what's planted down to the acreage, because as an industry, we're kind of trying right now, there's some movement to classify not just blueberries as blueberries for crop loss, but we have some early season varieties, we have some mid-season varieties and late season varieties. And those all obviously grow at different times and they all have different values throughout the year because some end up in processing and some end up in fresh. Mm -hmm. And so they have different dollar values. And so instead of just giving us a blanket, here you go, you lost X amount of blueberries. Well, we're trying to get more specific and make it more real and say well we lost that much fresh blueberry or it was processed you know and so you know we're just going through a lot of stuff like that there's a lot of um, a lot of people advocating for the american farmer for the michigan farmer right now and we're kind of getting all our ducks in a row and getting ready to go one more season people people in analytics (laughs) sounds like what you're uh you got your feet your knee deep in yeah 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 and people don't people don't understand the importance of analytics, which is really statistics, and mm-hmm. you know what's working, what's not, because you know uh, you make a, a quarter cent more per blueberry that can equate to a whole lot of money. Yes, yeah, you know you're gonna have a lot yeah. of blueberries. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, treat. We've got uh, another uh, minute and a half or so left in this segment. We want to try to eat something now, or do you want to wait till the next next segment? I to think do wait so? to the next one if you don't mind. I didn't have a okay. dip in mine. Oh, here. No. It's in here. It's in here. Because that is the dip. Oh, this is is a dip. So is this different than what we had earlier? That is already prepared. The the roll-ups, pinwheels are ready to go. That dip is for those crackers and pretzels. It's the same dip. Oh, okay. But one, I added hummus to it. Hummus? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that good for you? Hummus. Supposedly, yes. There's a a degree of complication here for me now. (laughs) (laughs) He's overloaded. All this food out here in front of me. We're going to have to eliminate some of it here. All right. There you go. The dips. So what should I try the pretzel with? I think they interchange. I think really? Any one. of them? Yeah, any of them. There's four little containers, but one's blueberry, one's blueberry cream. Blueberry I'm sorry, cream blueberry I'm lemon now. and blueberry cream. And then the other one's a blueberry lemon with hummus, and the other one is blueberry 
cream with hummus. That's the only difference. Yeah. I wouldn't have ever thought a blueberry cream would dip would go good with pretzels, but that's pretty tasty. Try the so blueberry cream and the uh, graham cracker. Mm, that's really good breakfast. Right and then I added some pineapple just for a dip also. And there's a rice cake in there, that odd-looking thing. All right, well, we need to take a break now, and we're going to keep eating this stuff over our break and okay. talk about it when we come back. All right. Mm, that's good. <laughs> On Robert's Moondog Show, ooh, 1-877-654-2400 is the number to call for any blueberry questions. And you can go to blueberrystore.com and find those blueberry chicks with the blueberry buzz by the blueberry store. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially marked for you, our great customers. Sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempur-Pedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. With blueberries being such an important part of our West Michigan culture, the blueberry chicks were hatched for the radio. Hi, I'm Shelly Hartman, and I'm so happy to be able to bring you all things blueberry. Sponsored by the Blueberry Store, the blueberry chicks bring the blueberry buzz every Saturday morning to this very show from 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. For blueberry questions, please call us at 877-654-2400 or go to theblueberrystore.com. A huge thank you to all of you that made Senior Services of Van Buren County a success. Hi, I'm Diane Ragosi, the Executive Director. Because of you, we were able to expand our service locations in 2023, which will allow for increased flexibility to meet the needs of our senior population. It is your commitment to Senior Services of Van Buren County that has provided the foundation and the ability to expand our services. Please call us at 269-637-3607 or visit our website at seniorservices-vbc.org. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY-FM, South Haven. It's the Blueberry Chicks by the Blueberry Store. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. The Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. Eric Haviland here in the studio along with Tree Hartman, and we're still eating. And uh, we got to eat a little more on the break, but I wanted to try. What? If, okay, you got the sliced thin pineapple here. What? What were your intentions of that? Fruit, the, and that's the only fruit I had. Okay, it is, it so is fruit, fruit, but yeah, you're supposed to dip the, it in one of these. Yes. Which one? And what? any of them. They're supposed to go. All that's supposed to go with any, either or, or any of I'm it. I'm just really drawn to the. Uh, <laughs> The uh, blueberry and cream, because of mm. the color, I think, it's, more than anything. It's got yeah. a really nice color. It's it really does. good flavor. I'm going to have to try that in the blueberry. I agree. And cream. I agree. Now, one no. of them, and I think it was the, the lemon one, had freeze-dried blueberries, real big ones. And the other one had dried blueberries. I thought it was kind of unique. Right, it what, can't, it which comes one is that this way. that I'm dipping the uh, pineapple in? That uh, yellowy looking? Yeah, that's uh, the lemon one. Lemon one. I think that's the hummus. With the hummus. Oh, okay. I don't know if I like that combo there okay. on that one. You I know what would go really good with some of this, like on a charcuterie board or something, oh, yeah. would be um, some good cheeses, some sharp, mm. some oh, sharp cheese. Not that okay. one either. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's too much for the pineapple. See, oh, it is? 
<laughs> but I tell you what, this pineapple with the blueberry it's and good. cream is fantastic. I don't care for hummus, and I just happened to have a little those little packets, so I thought I'd use it, throw it yeah. in there, see you how it went. Serve it That's to us. Yeah, I don't like hummus, it. but I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> That's all right. It doesn't work for everybody, but hey. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of... You know, when you get something sweet and then you get something that's bland, sort of, it's it is a different yeah. taste. The graham to cracker you. with a lemon—that's pretty good. Mm, okay, oh, sorry. Right. And then uh, my niece brought that poppy seed roll from Chicago, a Polish bakery. I can't remember what the Polacks call it, but it's uh, homemade. And I dropped it in the one I don't want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so that is to do to uh, kind of show you that cake can go good with them too like an angel food I cake bet you or this a, cake is gonna or this bread's gonna taste fantastic with the blueberries and cream i would think so too now so like in the fall and i know we're ready mm-hmm. for spring so let's yeah. keep fall off the topic after this but okay could you take something like that and make like you know how you make pumpkin rolls can you make oh. like a blueberry roll with that blueberry we have cream? yeah have you yeah oh i don't know about the blueberry cream inside there yeah we can mix it with um yeah with the uh, i don't know what they call that white uh like a fluff yeah okay it's not an icing i can imagine yeah, that yeah, flavor yeah. in there and that oh, would be okay. just delicious but when's your birthday eric well it's in the fall also okay. <laughs> it's november <laughs> i think we'll put the order in then <laughs> yeah i think it would be pretty easy because that is a it it forms well it's kind of on the thick side and kind of you know like you say the flavor is just general so it's you just know that it's going to be good mm-hmm. whatever you put it on well good okay yeah then the other thing I, like I have, I kind of didn't want to waste cannoli rolls because I only had a couple. Oh. So I put one end is one flavor, the other end is the other flavor. Kind of unique, I thought. What are we talking about here? Cannolis. I don't oh, I see got any. The wrong can- I think one. they're right there. Got the wrong package. There we go. Clanging, banging. Okay, so you grab one and then we'll pass it to Rob. Okay. Puff, puff, oh, pass. they fell over. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, those look pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. Yep, so that's why. So one end is one flavor, the other end is the other flavor. All right. Now, now is this healthy? Yes, very it healthy. Is. Okay. <laughs> you, you laugh. No, that, doesn't, I, that doesn't give me a whole bunch of there's confidence. There's cream cheese in it, and the directions did, you know, like I said, it had dried blueberries and um, the freeze-dried so there's quite a bit of it in there. And then there was um, dry ingredients, the flavorings, mm-hmm. things like that. Well, that's pretty tasty. Yeah, I thought so. You know, and you you ate a lot of that cream cheese mix in d- several different ways, so it's very versatile. I think you, you could use this in like a cup with a little bit of vanilla ice cream ooh. with this hard shell. Oh, in yeah, shell. that would be good, too. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they come in packs, and and I'm going to say it makes three cups. I don't have the directions right here, but it makes a lot. That's why, you know, one package of each of these made all these things, which is just small portions, but I have a lot at home yet. And I don't know what to do. That's why <clears throat> I don't know if it freezes. I don't know anything like that. I imagine it does, just like a cream cheese would. But I haven't tried it. So you could make it in advance if you were going to go to a party or yes. something like I that. I bet you that would At freeze pretty, yeah. pretty nice. Four hours in advance you have to make it to make it firm. So it sets. So it sets. But hmm. it goes per direction. I mean, it, I had no trouble with it. So I was real happy. And it's a new new item that we have. Yeah. 
worth trying. Yeah, it's delicious. I thought it was very worth trying. I think it's really good. Yeah, good. So some of these uh, recipes, these are original recipes for sure. I mean, it's built on yeah. a base recipe, but yeah. always, you know, when you add when you add something to any recipe, it's a new it changes. recipe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to kind of know what it's going to be like. <laughs> like I did the, the that yesterday because I thought if it doesn't work out today, I got to go get some more <laughs> or add more cream cheese or something like that to it. Wow. But real easy, real the condiment. It's like a one brick of cream cheese, eight ounce, and then a little bit of sour cream. Yeah. And what were some of the dry ingredients that were in there? I didn't really pay attention. They just come I didn't, in with the packet. Yes, it came, comes with the packet, and I would say all of our packaging. Packaged goods like that, the pancake mix, the scones, the cookie mix, all are so good tasting. They come true to the instructions, easy to bake. They, I kept looking, it says it's going to be dark brown it, or light brown. It's going to be light brown in that minute. And, as, you know, every oven's different. Right. But I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, Treat, you have certainly been uh, knocking our socks off and spending a whole lot of time with um, probably experimenting and cooking, of course. and Yeah. I think this is, we certainly appreciate it. Oh, it's you're been, welcome. I do, too. And, you know, we're using a lot of frozen here lately in these yeah. products. But when the berries come out, we'll be doing some yeah. things with the fresh. Yeah. Well, the nice thing yeah. is, after doing the blueberry chicks with you guys these last, well, really four or five weeks, I think, you, I don't have to eat the rest of the day. <laughs> it works out pretty nice. Yeah, no, that's good. And these yeah. are just samplings. Save, save some not... money and maybe some weight. <laughs> oh, you know. hey, yeah. It's good that we're using the frozen stuff, though, because, yeah. you know, frozen blueberries, that's the way you oh. get, you know, good local fruit year-round. Yeah. You know, they freeze well. They're, they're super versatile. Every time I open the bag, it's, they're beautiful. They're just gorgeous berries. Yeah. They're not... Different sizes, they're all uniform, everything about it. I'm really pleased with it. I yeah. mean, for years it's been that way. Yeah, no, they're delicious. Yeah. A lot of people rave about it. And so them. you could well. get it at the store downtown, yep. or you could get it at the warehouse, yep. or you could even come to the Grand Junction um, yeah. and facility. We'll sell to you there. Or, yeah, yeah, or you can call one eight seven seven six five four twenty four hundred and make an order over the yeah, phone. I'm they sure they're happy them. to do it that way, too. So, yeah, any other way, ship them, on dry just, ice, yep, ship yeah. them right through the website at blueberrystore.com. So, they Lady come. and gentlemen, yes. The, for the the blueberry chick, we we it's our time. So thank you very much, okay. Eric. Thank you for being Good here this morning. You again, Rob. Rob. Right on. We'll be back on Robert's Wound Dog Show. The blueberry chicks, the blueberry buzz by the blueberry store. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially marked for you, our great customers. 
sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempur-Pedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. We're back at Robert's Moondog Show. No Mason Dixon here in the studio yet this morning. But we do have a Scott T. Good morning to you, Scott T. Good morning, Rob. And we do have a Dr. Max Masters here in the studio. Good, good morning to you, Dr. Max Masters. Good morning, South Haven. Yeah, good morning, South Haven. And you, Dr. Max Masters. So, yeah, we have an exciting show on our way. When I uh, we uh, go to our next segment, we're going to talk to Dr. Max Masters about what's been going on at the uh, practice over there. But when we come back, we're going to be calling a guy by the name of Lee Kemp, who was a... Uh, well, I guess quickly I'll mention who he was. He was a four-time national finalist at the University of Wisconsin. He's a wrestler, a prep wrestler. Uh, three-time national champ, three-time world champion, four-time world champion, seven-time United States freestyle champion. He was on the 1980 Olympic team, which was boycotted. He didn't go. Um, in the 1990, he was National Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum. 2008, he was Olympic freestyle coach for the Olympics. And then he was the only fifth uh, American ever inducted into the United World Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's an author, he's uh-huh. a keynote speaker, and he's a performance coach. So I thought this would be a pretty cool uh, uh, lineup here in the studio with uh, Scott T., who was a former wrestler, and uh, um, Dr. Max Max. Did you ever wrestle, Dr. Max? I wrestled um, through when I was younger, up to about sixth grade, and I grew about 10 inches yeah. in one winner and then i started okay. playing basketball okay well you're, you're you're kind of a tall guy so that's probably a better sport for you you're it me, got tough when i was wrestling and, guys my weight that yeah. about and maybe a foot it, it, and wrestling is probably uh as the time goes the hardest sport in uh well it's, it's probably the hardest sport that we have most difficult man on man it's and it's pure strength pure knowledge pure it, it finesse it's all kinds yeah. of things yeah it's everything yeah. in one package for yeah sure. six minutes intense mm-hmm. so speaking of uh this uh you ever have a bunch of uh, wrestlers that come in and need some uh, chiropractic work i do um you south haven high school um wrestling team has been really good the last couple of years and i see a lot of those athletes that come in my office and uh, i'm always willing to take care of them um you know they have all sorts of injuries from shoulders to knees to hips. I mean, they have everything. Yeah. So they're kind of a hard way to say this, but yeah. they're fun to work on because it kind of challenges me. Sure. Have they been coming in malnourished? No. No. Okay. They don't tell me that. <laughs> they part, don't tell you. I, Cause yeah, you can't say that. that. that <laughs> sure you can. Yeah, I would. That would be the first thing that I – that's what, one of the things that I would – if I were a coach, I would preach to wrestlers. I, yeah, would not, I would not like cutting weight. It's not good for you, especially no. at that age. What I would be saying is be strong at the weight that you're at. Maintain a good diet. Maintain, you know, if you're a 145-pound wrestler or 132-pound wrestler, maintain that weight and don't always be looking to cut down. But if you're a 145 or don't go down to 137 or down. Right, yeah, we had a guy that, I mean, it looked like, you know, you see the Holocaust pictures. He, he could, ch- and, he could choke mean, on a piece of rice. Oh, man. You know, and it just, oh. yeah. I know Coach Brad's really good about that with his kids, so he puts yeah. them in the right position. He doesn't well, dance, like. And then a few years ago, they had the big scandal in Plainwell with uh, body suits and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think they're probably, I, mean, I guess they're probably probably coming back around, but they're cutting so much weight. I can't remember. It seems like someone was got really sick or might oh, yeah. be, might even died from cutting too much weight. Hey, there's Mason Dixon. 
Hey, what's up, Mason Dixon? Hi. Hi. Okay. He's, yeah. He's not as. I didn't know you were. Yeah. Good well, morning, Mason. Dixon. Oh, tamales from. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a heck of a morning breakfast. That is a good <laughs> morning. You know, if you've seen all the stuff I just had for breakfast. Well, the green uh, ones are better for the morning. The red yeah. ones are more dinner. Would you Would you like a pinwheel, Scott? Oh. Well, They're good for you. Maybe. Blueberry pinwheel. Maybe in a while. Maybe in a while. Okay. So. With all that being said, you know, wrestling, I would think that that would probably be a sport that would have a lot of uh, issues, spinal issues, need to, you know, because mm-hmm. you do get twisted up and Especially turned around, the, all the, that good stuff. All the bridging they do. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things. That you know, and they're always, you know, working on necks, and that's certainly yeah. uh, a, a, an easy way to hurt when you do anything with your neck. Yeah. There's always potential of some issues. Yeah, I always, uh, I like to get them into yoga as well. I always tell them, like, hey, into some stretching more than just what you're doing through wrestling because the yoga i always you know i preach a lot to you rob yoga is pretty much the best overall stretching cardio all that that you can do um people don't realize that you can get the benefits out of that are greater than anything else yeah like for me for what i see with my patients yeah do you do yoga i do okay where do you do your yoga? And down in my basement. In your basement. So yep. you do it by yourself? or do you, does Sometimes wife, my wife comes down, join? and lately my daughter, Maggie's been really involved with okay. She always wants to go work out. She's like, Daddy, I got to do push-ups, and I got to row, and we'll stretch. And I'm, she's only two and a half, and she's still, she sees us doing it, so she knows it's a good. So. Yeah, you got to like that. Appreciate you it, you yeah. lead by example. Yeah. And that's how most things work. And, you know, sometimes if you, if you have kids, and then you let them just sit there and eat, uh, potato chips all day on the couch and play video games that's what you're going to end up with an adult <laughs> well she's been crying a lot lately so is that by example too well it could be do you cry a lot man i hope not <laughs> <laughs> always right after sucks <laughs> where's the beat button <laughs> beep. Beep. well we can say that that wasn't a bad word in there okay no. well, i'm not i wasn't talking about no. you by the way I, other uh, some other men that i know i don't want to get myself into uh, <laughs> well that's what happens when you come on the show i i, I told you i think i warned you Mason Dixon, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Where have you been? Sorry, I I, I had I did bring in breakfast, so uh, some tamales. It took, it took yeah. me a little bit longer to get in. Yeah. So you were talking to Jackie, were you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she's fun to talk to. She is. Yeah. From Pier Salon and Spa, right? You want you want to throw her a a, a quick. You just Shout did, out. No, right, you, you, you You do better. All right, y'all go to Pure Salon and Spa. It's in, uh, uh, next to Country House Furniture, Senior Services, right there in uh, in the old Village Market. And uh, tell Mason Dixon sent you. Yeah. Tell Mason Dixon sent you. Do you go there? Oh, of course. Your hair, your hair yes. is great. Thank you. Those curls Thank natural? You. They are. Wow. And even Jackie says, uh, uh, man, your curls are looking good. I said, I was coming in for a haircut. And she, I guess not. They, all the girls no, are raving I, over them. That, yeah. they, I think you still need the haircut. Okay, Dad. Yeah, I think you go the haircut is the way to go. All right, so we got about 30 seconds to fill. What do you want to fill it with? What do you think about the first couple of races in NASCAR? Yeah, that wasn't it. buddy. I was in Daytona. Can you believe that? For that race? Yeah, well, no, the day before. Yeah, oh. we, we gave him a whole a whole show on that. Really? He was special. Yeah. Well, we where did, was we, I at? You must not have listened. I I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you got to listen to the show. Uh, I don't have enough time to even listen to my wife talk to me sometimes. Well, that's... Oh, you get digging the whole yeah, deeper and deeper. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to not listen to your wife and to listen to the radio show. Uh, where's this? It's busy with the two kids, and we got a lot going on at the office that I'm trying to implement right now, so there's a lot going on. Yeah. 
Well, I tell you what, it's good to have you in the studio. It's been a while. We've asked you for years now. It's been two years. To get you in the studio, and it's good to see you that you could actually get out uh, on an early morning evening type of thing or whatever all right so all right we need to take a break when we come back we're going to have lee kemp on the phone who's a big time wrestler not big time pro wrestler but he was a big time this, amateur this guy was an animal just an animal all right we'll be back when we come when we come back on rob bird's moondog show It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. This year's race at Mason Dixon at your service. At your service, you ask? Yeah, buddy. See, I bet y'all can use a little pep in your step, a little zest in your fest, and something new for the barbecue. I can entertain your guests, energize your meetings, MC your wedding or special event, and I won't drink up all your beer. No siree, I'm a highly respected professional. And to find out how you can hire me in 2023, send an email to raceandmasondixon at yahoo.com and check out raceandmason.com. That's R-A-C-I-N-M-A-S-O-N.com. Now you can see the award-winning documentary House of David, Life Everlasting on Amazon Prime. The story of the House of David is steeped in mystery, intrigue, drama, and exceptionalism. The House of David, Life Everlasting documentary film takes you through the formation of the colony, its greatest achievements, the sex scandal, and where it is today. Search House of David, Life Everlasting on your Amazon app or go to hodfilm.com for the link. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon here in the studio, Dr. Max Masters and Scott T. Oh, I've, I've got a guest that I'm very excited about, and uh, I called him a couple weeks ago and, and got him on the line. He said, yeah, he'd do an interview with us, a guy by the name of Lee Kemp. And uh, just a quick little overview of what he's done yeah, as a wrestler in his life, and not big-time wrestler, not a WWE kind of guy, but a prep wrestler, college wrestler, Olympic type of wrestler. Uh, four-time national finalist at the University of Wisconsin. He was a three-time national champ uh, there also. So he was uh, you know, placed in the top uh, two in every year, except for three, three years he won it and one year that he was a second place. Uh, three-time world champion, four-time World Cup champion, seven times United States freestyle champion, 1990 Olympic team. And we'll talk about that a little later because that was a crazy year. Uh, 19, uh, 1980 Olympic team, 1990 National Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum. He was inducted. And then uh, 2008, he was an Olympic freestyle coach. And then he was the only fifth uh, – only the fifth American inducted into the United World Wrestling Hall of Fame. So, awesome. very good. Yeah, now these days he's an author, keynote speaker, and a performance coach. So, welcome uh, Lee Cap to the show. Good morning, Lee. Good morning to you, and I thank you for inviting me on your show. Yeah. Glad well, to be here. Yeah, well, it's certainly really early because you're out there in California, and uh, I can imagine. So, I certainly appreciate you uh, getting up for the show for sure. But I wanted to start because... You know, you are really kind of a true uh, rags to riches 
uh, uh, story. I, I don't know what, you know, your financial world where you are now, but as far as success goes and what you've done from where you started is one of those amazing stories for sure. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, the, their very first growing up and kind of how that, uh, that happened? Um, I'm glad you asked that because, um, not a lot of people ask that, I, but I, um, starting at the beginning, I was, um, I was born um, Darnell Freeman. Uh, my mom was a teenager, and she had a two-year-old and had me and gave me up for adoption at birth. So um, uh, I was in several foster homes, and at five years old, I was eventually adopted into the family of Leroy and Jesse Kemp, and I was named after my father, Leroy Kemp. So I'm, I'm Leroy Jr., so that all happened in, I was born in 1956, so 1961, I was adopted into the, the Kemp family, and a black family from uh, from Cleveland, and they were, they were part of the, you know, the, the migrate, the northern migration of uh, black people from the south mm-hmm. to the north, northern cities like Cleveland, Detroit, you know, whatever, thing, things like that, and I was a part of that, so I I, I became uh, uh, a part of the, of you know, uh, just of the civil rights movement. Watching it, I was young, of course, at that time. But in 1968, when Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, you know, I was I was old enough to know what was going on then. Um, so uh, 12, I think it was around 12 years old then. So I. I could see what was going on around me in Cleveland. Uh, most major cities throughout the United States were going through um, civil rights struggles and battles, especially after King's assassination. Every city was going through a lot. So um, I didn't grow up in the inner city of Cleveland, but um, right on the outskirts of Cleveland, though. But my parents uh, wanted to move out of that craziness. So they bought a farm in Northeast Ohio in a town called Chardon, which is 30 miles Northeast of Cleveland. So I went in one summer from just right after I finished sixth grade. So right after that, in 1968, we moved to Chardon, Ohio. And we had 25 acres of land and my parents coming from the South, you know, they were used to farm and they knew how to farm. And, you know, so we, we had 25 acres of land and my dad farmed it. We had animals, we had cows, pigs and chickens mm-hmm. and, I turn into a farm kid, basically. Is that where you put on all that muscle weight? Because I see your pictures of when you were a wrestler, and you were an absolute animal. You know, genetics obviously is the first uh, marker or first precursor. But but really, I have never spoken about this that often until recently. I started to think about my success because I, you know, I, you know, because people ask me, I do a fair amount of shows like this, and. But I've always neglected to talk about the farm life. You know, I can't believe I forgot about that. I guess, I guess during those time, during those years, I was just trying to get off the farm and get you know, away from all that hard work. But, but the hard work really helped me. I, I can see that it did. Yeah. You know, from from all the chores and all the different things. Yeah. And, and, and got to add some great structure to your life because you got to be up at a certain time to get the cows fed and the chickens fed and whatever else might be happening. Yeah, you know, my dad had a regular job. He was a factory worker in Cleveland. He kept his job in Cleveland, so he commuted back, you know, the 30-minute drive or so, 40-minute drive back in to Cleveland from Chardon. My mother also 
she was a uh, cafeteria manager of a junior uh, high school in uh, Cleveland, Alexander Hamilton Junior High. The school's still there, actually. So she would drive back into Cleveland. So, um, so they, you know, we had this farm while and had all these, you know, the animals and the gardens and all that kind of stuff while they had kept their regular jobs. So uh, they were busy, and I saw two people work very hard at a dream that they had. And I think I, I bring it all, all that up to talk about how my success happened and happened by me watching my father and mother have this dream. And I remember the relatives and friends and family or, and family members in the Cleveland area questioned why we were going to go move from Cleveland to Chardon because Chardon was probably white. Right. It was like, I think we were the only like two black families in the whole town of Chardon. So uh, my whole world was black up, up until Chardon. So, uh, and not just for me, but my parents, you know, coming from the, the Jim Crow South, I mean, you know, my mom and dad were born in 1911 and 1912. So you can, in, in Vicksburg and Yazoo city, Mississippi. So you can imagine what that life was like. They were, large families uh um both of them had very large families so anyway the decision that my dad had to move to chardon was one that i didn't really think about it back then but now i am so proud of them that they had the courage yeah. to follow their dreams and do that it, it takes of course a, i was just yeah a ton of courage to pick up and leave but lee we were already running to the end of our first segment here and I've got a, oh, yeah. a, a group of quiet guys that are really into your story. But when we come back, we want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, starting high school, because you didn't start wrestling until you were in ninth grade. And I'll talk about that. And then you went to the University of Wisconsin, where I'd even like to get the story about you beating Gable. So um, we'll do okay. that when we come back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. If you have branches hanging over your roof, or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. Now you can see the award-winning documentary House of David, Life Everlasting on Amazon Prime. The story of the House of David is steeped in mystery, intrigue, drama, and exceptionalism. The House of David, Life Everlasting documentary film takes you through the formation of the colony, its greatest achievements, the sex scandal, and where it is today. Search House of David, Life Everlasting on your Amazon app or go to hodfilm.com for the link. A huge thank you to all of you that made Senior Services of Van Buren County a success. Hi, I'm Diane Ragosi, the Executive Director. Because of you, we were able to expand our service locations in 2023, which will allow for increased flexibility to meet the needs of our senior population. It is your commitment to Senior Services of Van Buren County that has provided the foundation and the ability to expand our services. Please call us at 269-637-3607 or visit our website at seniorservices-vbc.org. 
We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Dr. Max Master, Scott T here in the studio, and Lee Kemp on the phone. We've got talking about kind of growing up in uh, Cleveland and moving out to the farm. Anything else you want to add to that? Because I really, really want to talk about a little bit about your high school career and then your uh, your wrestling career at the University of Wisconsin. Um, the only thing I want to add, I guess uh, I probably did talk about it, but I think the discipline that I gained from the farm life and having a father that was old school. And uh, I'm sure the audience, there's some people in the audience uh, that aren't uh, so young that they don't know what that means. Right. <laughs> old right. school. So my dad, if he said do something, you did it. And there was no talking back. It was discipline involved. And some, if he told you to do something, you'd better do it and you better do it right. Yeah. So. Yeah, we sure have a lot of kids missing out on that these days. But, uh, you know, you didn't even start wrestling until you're in ninth grade. And, you know, in this day and age, these kids are start when they're four or five years old wrestling before they even get into junior high and high school. So to be able to, to pick up the sport in ninth grade and to be able to turn it into a success so quickly, you know, how did that happen? That's a question I get asked a lot. And... Um, and so as I've been moving on through life, now I'm in my sixties, my answer changes a little bit over time because I, I mature, I get, you know, I, I'm getting more aware of maybe how I was able to do that. I think, and this is profound. The reason why I even introed it like that is because I think it was the way I came into the world. I really do. I mean, I was adopted. I was in foster homes for five years and, uh, my mother gave me up right at birth. So I have three kids of my own. I'm sure the audience knows what that's like. Mm -hmm. I have children. So that nurturing bond that happens between the mother and the child, especially the mother and the child and the father, I could not have had that in a, in a, in a foster situation institutionalized. Uh, I'm sure I was taken care of because that's what their job is to take care of those, these infants and find them a home. So I think the reason why I bring that up is I think I learned how to um, be alone and process. You started out as an underdog. The yeah. Underdog, yes. That's, that's, that's Always another way to look at Yeah. Like, like, like if you're like, we've all had kids, right? When your kid's crying, what do you do? The adults, the parents, they figure out what's wrong and they're, fig- they're doing everything they can to figure out if you're hungry, diaper needs to be changed. For me, I probably was left alone quite a long time and I had to figure out what to do. Probably. Yeah. And you I probably cried and then went coming. to sleep. That's probably how it happened for you. Yeah. And I realized no one's coming, you know, and their uh, speakers have rephrased that a lot of different ways, just about no one's coming. You know, you've yeah. got to if you're going to do it, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. I think. And if I if I was hungry and if I was able to walk, I probably made my way to the <laughs> to the refrigerator, you know, right. uh, kids do. I mean, when kids can start walking, they start doing, you know, going and doing whatever they want to do. And I say that because I really believe that that was part of it. And then I get into this sport of wrestling is, is a lonely sport. It's a sport where no one's coming. Yeah. It's a sport where you've got five more pounds to lose and you're already hungry. You haven't eaten, you know, and back in my day, we cut weight a little different. I'm glad we don't cut weight like that now, but still, um, those of us who've gone through that, there's a, there's a part of, of that that is, a discipline that will stay with you for the rest of your life. That that's why the military they want, especially the special forces, they want wrestlers. Hey, hey, Lee, uh, sorry, excuse me. What what four years were you in high school? Excuse me. What year? What year was were you in high school? 
what what year did I start wrestling? Oh, yeah, your yeah. four years. What you know? Most... Oh, oh, 1970 was my first. Yeah. I just wanted to put it into perspective. Man, he's from the South. He has when a hard time talk, with questions sometimes. When we talk in old school, got to know what how old old school <laughs> right. is. How old is old school? So, so it was it was 1970. I was a freshman, and it was uh, my third year being in Chardon. My first two years in Chardon, seventh and eighth grade, I played basketball because that's all I knew from Cleveland, playing on the streets of Cleveland. Right. And didn't didn't play. I didn't get into any games. I didn't do any organized sports in Cleveland. When I got to Chardon, I went off for a basketball team for two years. And I went off for the football team in uh, eighth grade, eighth grade and ninth grade. So that's my only introduction to organized sports. And I switched over to wrestling because that I wasn't um, doing well in, in basketball. In fact, my ninth grade year, I went out for the basketball team and went to two weeks of basketball practice, and I realized I wasn't going to play. And I literally was wandering, uh, not wandering, but going, walking by the wrestling room, going to basketball practice. And I looked in, and I saw everyone working out. And to me, it looked like they were all were participating. And when I was in basketball practice, I was sitting on the bench, even in practice most of the time. Because yeah. they were doing the drills with the varsity guys. And so I just I stepped in, and I watched. And I missed basketball practice that day because I just watched practice. And then the next day, um, um, the basketball coach said, Lee, you better decide what sport you want to go to because you can't miss practice. So I just stayed in the wrestling room. And and the wrestling coach was the gym teacher, a gym gym teacher as well. Mm-hmm. And he had been trying to recruit me anyway to go off of the team. And what what was your record in what, what was your record in high school? We got we gotta kind of move along here. Okay. Um my freshman year was on the freshman team, so my three years of varsity, um, um, golly, I don't know. I, I um, did. Did I, you I win undefeated. any big state titles or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I was undefeated my last two years. My my sophomore year, I was eleven wins, eight losses, and three ties, and didn't qualify for the state. My junior year, I was twenty eight and zero, and my senior, year, I was twenty seven and zero. Dang! And what weight did you wrestle? I wrestled at 138 um, my junior year, the year I won the state title, and that was in 1973. Yeah. In 1974, I went up a weight class to 145. I, I always like that, the big bruisers. You go up there and beat up on those bigger guys. Does he, Max or uh, Scott T, do you have a question for Lee? Not at this moment. No, no, not at this moment. Okay, I got, one, I got one for a follow up. You're, you're enjoying yeah, enjoying the story letting, so far. We're, we're setting the tone right now. Okay, we'll all right. The question, Scott. Well, the one thirty eight, one forty five, one fifty five. That's where I wrestled. And yeah, th- that's about the toughest groups. It is. I mean, they're 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 strong and athletic in that area. I mean, because I I weighed I was at the one thirty eight class my sophomore year. I was wrestling the one eighty five class. Yeah. So no. <laughs> I was giving up a lot, but yeah. You know, well, I always and we talked about this a little earlier before we got you on the phone, Lee. That I, you know, when I look at wrestling, I used to really have a hard time, and you probably won't have any uh, time to answer this. But you know, so many guys cut that weight, cut five, ten pounds, whatever it was. Where I always thought I would rather maintain a healthy weight and be strong. That's that's very smart. That's a smart plan. I I only cut weight, or not only I mean. Only two years out of all my career that I, I feel like I cut hard. Yeah. The other the other years and this out of the whole fourteen years I wrestled, the other years I was wrestling at a healthy weight. Sure, I, I walked around at probably ten pounds over my weight class, mm-hmm. and 
you know, that's to me a healthy weight because, you know, I, and that I, I wrestled during the days we had hot wrestling yeah. rooms, uh, you know, no rubber suits, but, you know, I'd lose six, seven pounds in a practice. So I'd always be two or three or four. Over yeah. And you're practice. close. It doesn't take much to do it. But the guys cut a, used to cut a lot of weight. And, uh, you know, it, it's just certainly isn't healthy. But we need to take a break here and come back, hopefully talk about uh, some of your time at the University of Wisconsin when we come back on Robert's Moondog Show. All right. With blueberries being such an important part of our West Michigan culture, the blueberry chicks were hatched for the radio. Hi, I'm Shelly Hartman, and I'm so happy to be able to bring you all things blueberry. Sponsored by the Blueberry Store, the Blueberry Chicks bring the blueberry buzz every Saturday morning to this very show from 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. For blueberry questions, please call us at 877-654-2400 or go to theblueberrystore.com. Now you can see the award-winning documentary House of David, Life Everlasting on Amazon Prime. The story of the House of David is steeped in mystery, intrigue, drama, and exceptionalism. The House of David Life Everlasting documentary film takes you through the formation of the colony, its greatest achievements, the sex scandal, and where it is today. Search House of David Life Everlasting on your Amazon app or go to hodfilm.com for the link. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially marked for you, our great customers. Sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempur-Pedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. This year's race at Mason Dixon at your service. At your service, you ask? Yeah, buddy. See, I bet y'all can use a little pep in your step, a little zest in your fest, and something new for the barbecue. I can entertain your guests, energize your meetings, MC your wedding or special event, and I won't drink up all your beer. No siree, I'm a highly respected professional. And to find out how you can hire me in 2023, send an email to raceandmasondixon at yahoo.com and check out raceandmason.com. That's R-A-C-I-N-M-A-S-O-N.com. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Dr. Max Master, Scott T. here on the phone. I'll listen intently to some wonderful stories from Lee Kemp. And uh, I'm not going to go through his bio again. but uh, He's can, a wrestler. He's a wrestler. And you can find out his bio <laughs> by going to LeeKemp.com is where you can find out certainly more information and see some pictures of the man we're talking to on the phone. You know, In the University of Wisconsin, I've seen some of those. I actually have your poster that you gave me and signed hanging up in my studio. And I was looking at the, the University of Wisconsin uh, pictures, and you were just, just, just a beast. You were cut, and you were... You you just look like a man that I would not want to tangle with. And then I look at your pictures now, and you're still you certainly aren't the same size, but you're cut. You you've managed to uh, to hold on to a pretty good body uh, shape where a lot of us were not able to do so. But uh, you know, <laughs> and it all kind of you know it starts with those same values. But then when you get to a place like University of Wisconsin, you learn everything there, and that's really where I'm sure you. You, you got the real big drive to say this, now I'm learning, now I'm getting stronger, now I'm getting faster, and you proved it with what you did at, at uh, University of Wisconsin. Yes, and it's, it's 
all about exposure and the exposure came from Russ Hulkson. He was the assistant coach there at the time. He himself uh, ended up being an Olympic silver medalist and a world uh, two-time world bronze medalist. So when you have people like that in your room and this goes back in the 70s. So it's 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 commonplace now, but back in the 70s it wasn't. Back in the 70s there was only our first world champion was in 1969. That was uh, Rick Sanders. So we now we've got a lot more world champions, Olympic champions, things like that, that can create that inspiration. But so Russ Hellickson was there as our coach, and he was actively competing, winning medals in the world championships. So he created our club program that went on to we put four people from that club uh, on world and international teams. So there was always someone in the room, whether it's Ben Peterson, John Peterson, you know, myself. Uh, it, so that helped create that atmosphere that, that, that had us all striving to wanting yeah. to become uh, champions. Yeah. You know, back in that time, you know, there were, and you talked about it, well, this isn't far from certainly race issues. Did you ever see any of some of any of those things in university, university of Wisconsin? All, you know, from my sports experience, you know, we were all together on the team and we didn't ever see color with our, with our teammates. Did you ever have any of those issues? Yes, absolutely. Um, on the team, well, this, this is Wisconsin now, you know, uh, so th- this was Wisconsin. And uh, there were guys on the team that called Brazil nuts nigger toes. And they just said that like it was their normal mode of conversation. I was in the room. I heard that. And I said, well, wow, what did you just say? And they said it again. Like they didn't even understand what they didn't even seem like they didn't even know what they were that they were offending me. And then finally, they finally registered. Oh my God, Lee's black guy. Uh, should the, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I just, I just walked away like, wow, that's just kind of, so uh, the, the, the problem with race in America is ignorance. And this ignorance is pushed out there as fact and as reality. I mean, when you look at a country that lies to its people, like, you know, we've been selling, celebrating Columbus day, at least I, I haven't, but America has been celebrating Columbus day for, what i don't know how many Since years 1492 but, yeah pretty and, much and they knew it wasn't true so and so i'm sure there's people today that will argue with you that columbus did discover america and it surely wasn't you know whatever so so there's and that's the problem with race you know there are probably uh like that young that wrestler on the team i'm sure he didn't mean to be mean uh, to say something that's just and i, I talked to him about it. he said that just what we talk in our house now is he to blame for that or are his parents to blame or is the parents parents to blame yeah that so, could go generational yeah. so think of how much of that is spread out in the whole united states and then think about what we see happening in the news all the time think about these you know there, there is definitely a difference i mean when someone wants to talk to me about oh there's no race issues i just talk about could Barack Obama have gotten away with what Donald Trump did as president and people just get quiet and they try to make excuses. And it just, it's just America is, is, is based on um, just ignorance and, uh, and, and the unfairness of, of, uh, of black people and, and, and the way that we've been taught about black people in this country has not been, it's not been the truth. And it's been sugar-coated, and a lot of it's been hidden from. And I think it, it hurts white people, too, to not know the yeah. truth because they walk around in total ignorance 
and they'll defend a position that's not even true. Why? Because that's what they've been taught their whole life, and their parents have been taught that their whole life. Sure. So anyway. Yeah, well, you know, and it's we certainly do have a long ways to go. Um, we have made strides, and it's all at the forefront now. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here in the next few years. But I do want to ask you about beating Dan Gable, which when people think about wrestling, even if you don't know anything about wrestling, when you hear the name Dan Gable, maybe not Mason Dixon. I, I you, never heard the you, name Dan you, Gable. You, you'll, you'll know who Dan Gable is, who is, let's just call him, well, let's call him the GOAT. And that's what most people would. The greatest would, would, of all time. The greatest of all time. And and uh, Lee Kemp beat him in college. Wow. Yep. So what, what was that like? Did you was that did he already have that reputation, or was he just another guy on the other side of the mat? Oh no, he he was the reputation that you see now. It just sort of proves the reputation that he had because heck, he's eighty five years old or something like that. And if he walks into our gym, he's swarmed. I mean, he's, he is truly the yeah. legend. So you can imagine what he was like then. He was 26 and I was 18. Uh, I, I had, heck, I, it's only my fifth year of wrestling when I wrestled him. So the fear that everyone had around him was tremendous. And people on my team, my teammates, uh, laughed at me. And they just told me I was going to get smashed. My coaches didn't want me to wrestle Gable. So that was the environment that I was in. They thought that they'd rather save me for the college season. And that one match with Gable wasn't important enough to wrestle it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I, that's, but I wanted to wrestle, not because I thought I was going to win, not because I was all big and bad and I thought I was confident. No, I, I want it because mentally I was seeking to be the best that I could be. And the only way I could do that was to be around to go through the best. Yeah. So absolutely. So again, um, in fact, this is brought out in my documentary too, actually Lee Kemp, uh, wrestled away the Lee Kemp story. So Mm -hmm. you can kind of direct your listeners to that documentary. It's on, um, pretty much all the video on demand platforms. It's at Netflix. And when we spend some time on that, of course, because it's a big pivotal point in my wrestling career, we spend some time on that uh, in my documentary, right. The Match with Gable. Hey, and Lee, I, I need to cut yeah. you off there so I make sure the people go check out that documentary. But we, we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more conversation with Lee Kemp, the sensational Lee Kemp on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. A huge thank you to all of you that made senior services of Van Buren County a success. Hi, I'm Diane Ragosi, the Executive Director. Because of you, we were able to expand our service locations in 2023, which will allow for increased flexibility to meet the needs of our senior population. It is your commitment to Senior Services of Van Buren County that has provided the foundation and the ability to expand our services. Please call us at 269-637-3607 or visit our website at seniorservices-vbc.org. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially for you, our great customers. Sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempurpedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. 
At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. Hi, Nicole Galata here with Galata Imagery, your South Haven local photographer. Specializing in family and wedding photography, I also photograph engagement, maternity, seniors, and so much more. Find me on Facebook and Instagram or on my website at galataimagery.com. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY-FM, South Haven. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Dr. Max Masters, Scott T here in the studio. On the phone, we have Lee Kemp, and uh, we've been talking a lot of wrestling, and he's certainly uh, had been a huge success for sure. But So Lee was the first three-time world champion. The first title he won actually at 21 years old in 1978, and he was a four-time World Cup uh, champion as well as a seven-time U.S. freestyle champ, which all those things were are, are huge uh, milestones to make. But in 1990, you made the Olympic team. 1980. Uh, 1980, excuse me. So when you're looking, that's why I have Mason Dixon here for sure, because he always catches me if I ever misspeak at all. You know, those were those world uh, titles, were those before the Olympics? Yes, in 1978 and 79. I was... Yeah. Had won two previous world championships prior to 1980. Yeah, so you, you had. I mean, certainly you were you were putting together a very solid career um, out of college, the world championships, and then you make the the. I mean, the holy grail of wrestling is the Olympic team, 1980, and then uh, you know came around a boycott. What was that like to you know put so much into? Uh, making a team, which is, you know, the, the like I said, the holy grail of athletics, uh, and then for it to, to boycott and not be able to go. It was only, the only way I could characterize it and, and, and make you understand how it felt. It felt like someone very close to me had died is what it felt like. I mean, like a spouse or a child or it was something taken away that can never be uh, returned. And it was heart-wrenching. Some people never recover from deaths like that yeah. in, in families. You know what I mean? It's like a, uh, we all know people who have had something like that happen to them. And we can think about how when we watch these people uh, try to deal with that that grief, how t- tough it was. So, yeah, that that's how tough it was. I mean, and not just me. It's like, you know, we had... We had uh, nine other people on the freestyle team and 10 people on the, on the Greco team. And then not just wrestlers. I mean, the all America didn't go. I mean, right. it was such a, such a, such a unbelievably stupid decision. So, and I'm still not over it, but you know, I am over it from the standpoint that, uh, I was a, I'm, I'm, I moved on. Of course, it's just like that death, uh, in the family, that example, it just gave. sticks sure. in the craw just a little bit. And, and, you know, when something like that happens, yeah. you can never get rid of it because it really forms part of who you are. Yeah. And that's who I thought I was. And that's what really hurt me. And that's, um, and my documentary kind of, I think the director did a, a great job in, in kind of making that point of how my life kind of, uh, I, I suffered in a lot of other ways that caused my life to spiral, 
not not with addictions or drugs or anything like that, but just you know you're thinking differently. You know you're you know maybe you're not making the kind of decisions you would have made. Maybe opportunities that were you would have had never came. So anyway, that I struggled for a, a long time. Even though I had an MBA, I did work in New York City. I had good jobs. I got married, all that stuff. But I had a marriage that that was uh, uh, that ended in divorce. It was a, it was really a, a, a just a dismal experience. Uh, the marriage that's brought out in my documentary too, and maybe that was because of making bad decisions. You know, whatever. Um, uh, my, my life just went in a totally different direction after after uh, I didn't make the Olympic team, and and I say it that way because '80 was a boycott, and but I don't remember the boycott as much as I remember 1984 getting beat by Schultz not making the team when yeah. I was really trying to make the team. So I have people remind me and they say, Lee, you did make the Olympic team, but our country just didn't go, and, I, and then I have to kind of think about that for a while. So I, I feel a little bit better about the fact that I did make the Olympic team. Right. Well, um, in 2008, you did go back as a coach. You know, was that yeah, was that kind of a hard uh, pill to swallow to come as a coach, or was at that point it's like, man, I'm just glad to be here and, and with the guys. Just glad to be there. I mean, from 1980 to 2008, what is that, 38 years or so? Um, finally, make finally walking in the arena during the opening ceremonies, uh, finally getting to the Olympic Games. It was definitely uh, a needed in my life i think it was a good thing did, did you thing did you cry a little drop a tear you know what it was emotional it, it was emotional because i was with some good friends a good friend of mine named john bardis we were we were um college roommates for a year at wisconsin he was from illinois and we've remained friends for, ever since then and he was the greco-roman uh, team leader John was a wrestler. He went to he ended up transferring away from Wisconsin with Arizona State, and uh, he was more of a Greco wrestler. And he he tried out for the Olympic team that year as well, and uh, in 1980, 80, and um, was in the mix somewhere in the mix. And then 1984 was somewhere in the mix, and John became very successful in business and sports wrestling and USA wrestling, and and uh, he served as the team leader for the Beijing game. So John was there and I was there as coach. So we got to both walk in side by side in the opening ceremonies of the Olympic games in 2008. Very nice. nice. Yeah. That's a nice story. So, you know, after doing all that, uh, you were inducted in the national wrestling hall of fame in 1990 and the fifth American to be inducted into the United world hall of fame. How is you know how is that when you when you look at that uh, the induction into something where only five Americans have been ever in- inducted? You know there, there were a couple more since then because um, that was 2008 when I was uh, when I got inducted. But I think uh, Schultz got inducted, on, and even though uh, he's passed away, I think he, he was put in there. There's a word for that that I can never pronounce pronounce, but you know that it begins with a P. Um, hey, posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. posthumously. No, I can't say it. Normally, I'd be able to. <laughs> I didn't want to butcher it and sound like <laughs> that's what so I'm here for. Let us do it. <laughs> but but Schultz, uh, Schultz and I were friends too. You know, we wrestled like 14 times. Uh, I beat him to make the Olympic team in '80, and he beat me to make the '80 14. Yeah. Anyway, Schultz, Schultz got uh, inducted, and um, um, there I think I think there've been maybe one or two others wrestlers. His bro- his brother didn't get inducted. 
Not yet. No, not not yet. Um, what, his fun, name was know, Mark, wasn't it? Is that what his name Mark, was? Yes. yes. Mark Coach. As, as with all things that get voted on, it doesn't always. I mean, there's people that should be in that aren't in, and people that are in that probably shouldn't be. Yeah. You no, know, it's just it's just so. Mark certainly has the credentials, you know, to be in, and so does even people like Tom Brands. Yeah, you know, Tommy to, Brands. To, yeah, I did get to meet him when we. And I'll quickly because we have to go take a break. I want to say a guy by the name of Dave Mills in Grand Rapids, Michigan, hired me, and I did a ton of series of uh, videos. And when I got to meet Tommy Brands, I got to meet Dan Gable. Uh, when we were doing this one with Lee, there was a set of four. Uh, with Logan Steber, who was a four-time national champion at Ohio State, uh, Brent Metcalf, who was a three-time national champion at Iowa. Of course, Lee was in there, and then uh, who was the other one? Oh, Ed Ruth from uh, uh, University of Penn from Penn State, which I think he won three or four national titles. You know, so that, yep, yep. He did. So that's how I got to meet Lee doing these videos, and that's how you guys get to meet Lee on the radio show. But we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you're up to now on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Hi, Tina Goodrich here with Jakeway Realtors, local to the South Haven community. I've been a full-time realtor for 16 years in Southwest Michigan. Let me put my years of knowledge to work for you. In today's market, you need a savvy realtor. Find me on Facebook or Instagram, or call me at 269-759-1076. Remember, when you think real estate, list with Tina. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. This year's race at Mason Dixon at your service. At your service, you ask? Yeah, buddy. See, I bet y'all can use a little pep in your step, a little zest in your fest, and something new for the barbecue. I can entertain your guests, energize your meetings, MC your wedding or special event, and I won't drink up all your beer. No siree, I'm a highly respected professional. And to find out how you can hire me in 2023, send an email to raceandmasondixon at yahoo.com and check out raceandmason.com. That's R-A-C-I-N-M-A-S-O-N.com. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Dr. Max Master, Scott T. here in the studio. We haven't heard much from these guys uh, because we've been talking to Lee Kemp on the phone, who was uh, uh, the sensational Lee Kemp, who's been an amazing wrestler and had a great, uh, successful career. And we could probably go on telling stories for days. But what I want to get to 
with you is that now you're an author, a keynote speaker, and you're a performance coach. At least that's what I got off your website. And uh, you, you end up staying really, really busy and staying in the in the business. So before I have you answer that, I'm going to ask these guys, does any of you other than Mason at this point have a question Come for on. Lee? Yeah, definitely. I, my question was, Lee, this is Dr. Max. Um, what are you doing today? Are you still involved with wrestling? And what is the biggest difference you see in wrestling from the 70s and 80s to wrestling today? That's good. Um, there are big differences. And yes, I'm still involved in wrestling primarily because my son is wrestling at Cal Poly. He's a senior this year. Uh, unfortunately, he had a, a season-ending surgery, but he mm. took a medical red shirt, so he'll make it up next year. But So anyway, uh, we were living in Illinois, and he got a scholarship to go to Cal Poly. So, we, so I moved out to California. He's a uh, stud, to too, isn't family. he? You know, he is. I'm really proud of him. He started wrestling late like me because of my uh, just the, the hardships I went through as a just as a person. You know, um, when when I got divorced, uh, he was around five or, or so. And I really didn't see any of my I have three kids. Um, he was five. My daughter was uh, 11 and my son, older son, was 12. So I had three kids, 12, 11 and five. So I didn't see them much for five years. And then my son came to live with me uh, when he was 10. And so um, it took about three years for me to convince him to try wrestling. <laughs> so so he did. But anyway, long story short, he got good enough. He earned a, you know, he earned a scholarship to college. He took fifth in the Illinois State Championships at in the large schools, 3A at 160. And he got the eye of uh, um, Troy Steiner and went to Fresno State. They dropped the program. He got Then he got recruited by... Cal Poly and now he's there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm involved about as involved as you could be because I'm a dad and I have a son that's wrestling and they have a, um, California that has a series of regional training centers. I help out some more mentoring. I mean, they have a lot of people who can teach wrestling. I, I just like to be around it, like to mentor if I can young athletes. I, I do some mentoring with the beat the streets programs in Cleveland, which, which, you know, I'm from Cleveland and, the uh, Demetrius Williams is an amazing executive director there at Beat the Streets in Cleveland, and uh, he's got me involved in a couple other things. You're you're kind of in that like the mafia don now, where you're in the corner. Hey, do it like this. <laughs> you, you hey, you go tell him I said do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, the don. Yeah, and there's there's a few of us. Uh, Chris Campbell would be another one. Kenny Monday would be another one. Kevin Jackson. I mean, you know, we're all, I mean, I'm, uh, I think Chris is older than me by a couple of years, but you know, we're all there and we all still love, well, I guess Kevin Jackson is still coaching and Kenny Monday now is a new coach at Morgan state mm-hmm. and talk about that change that, man, you might see some pretty amazing things coming out of Morgan state here pretty soon. Uh, that, that's an amazing opportunity for those young men that go there and the school in general. But yes, I, I do stay involved uh, too. A lesser degree, you know. I don't necessarily go to all the wrestling events, but uh, I am watching Flow Wrestling, and yeah. I am interested. Yeah. All right. So, author and a keynote speaker. What's that all about? Well, I wrote a book um, called uh, "Winning Gold," and it's a motivational book of, of motivational, inspirational, short messages so it's filled with short messages you can open the book to any page and be inspired some of the messages are things that i wrote myself some of the things that i have just uh 
uh, put in there from other authors, like other quotes, like Michael Jordan will say some things that I think are very uh, motivational and other people. So there's that. And uh, I do speak to uh, a keynote for uh, events. I've done uh, a fair amount of that. And I do um, uh, some corporate uh, workshops too, because success is success. It doesn't matter if it's just trying to help a young athlete win a rescue match. Uh, Thought process is the same when you want to motivate maybe a manager, executive, a president to, to, to do more than what they thought they could do, you know, and to learn how to achieve things uh, maybe that they thought they couldn't achieve. So it all is a thought process. And the thought process is exactly the same. And uh, so um, I and in a, a couple of weeks, I'm going out to Miami to do uh, to, to do uh, a workshop. So I'm kind of excited about that. What uh, what's the big if you what's the biggest life lesson that wrestling's taught you? You know, the biggest life lesson Get off is um, <laughs> I'd have to say, uh, I mean, there's a lot of lessons, but just to, to distill it down into something that doesn't revolve around winning. Cause to me, winning isn't the important, I mean, yeah, it's nice to win. That'd be great to win. Right. But, but in wrestling, if you've been in an award stand lately, there's only one guy or woman that wins. So what about the other people that are on the award stand? They're valuable too. So what did they learn? So I'm, what I'm going to say now just is for everybody that participates in wrestling is it teaches you how to be resilient because everybody loses. Jordan Burroughs loses. Kyle Dake loses. Lee Kemp has lost. Gable. Here, an 18-year-old kid beat Dan Gable. Think how humbling that must have been yeah. for him. So it, it teaches you how to be resilient and humble. I think wrestlers are some of the most humblest athletes I've ever seen. Why? Because it's that kind of sport. So number one, it teaches you to be resilient because you have to be. It teaches you to be humble and it teaches you to not only work hard, but it teaches you that you can do a lot more than you think you can. Because anyone who's ever wrestled, they've all been through practices or matches or tournaments that they didn't think they could make it through yeah. because they were so tough. Well, argu- even- arguably, uh, wrestling is the toughest sport. There are certainly some uh, others that might be able to say they take that crown, but really when it comes down to man versus man, it, that's where it's at. Well, Henry Cejudo says that it's tougher than mixed martial arts. Now, I don't want to – disappoint the mix, mixed martial artists, but blame Henry Cejudo, whoever's going yeah. <laughs> to not like that statement that I made. I've never done mixed martial arts. I'm just, but I, I've coached some athletes at uh, Team Alpha Male with Uriah Faber. When I moved to California, I was able to work there and work with some athletes. Uh, the athletes that have wrestled, they say wrestling's harder and uh, the grind is harder. Um, of yeah. course, there's more fear involved with getting knocked out and all that kind of right. stuff and choked and all that. But, but in terms of the actual grind, even Joe Rogan says it in his, you know, he's, I've heard him say that he thinks wrestling is the toughest yeah. just because of the, the, the grind associated with wrestling That's right. and the wrestlers that do get into mixed martial arts, they do really well, just without even learning a whole lot of the other yeah. skills, they jump in and they, they're able to get, 
right near the top right there away. They go. Just- Lee, I, I, I hate to cut you off because there's so much more to be said, but we have run to the end of our time, and I wanted to say thank you for being on the show. It's been an absolute blast. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, st- um, stay on the I enjoyed. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I just enjoy talking to to people that are passionate and care about wrestling, like like you and your and your uh, yeah, and your thank staff. You. Yeah. This right on. All right, stay on the phone. We'll be back in just a minute on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. With blueberries being such an important part of our West Michigan culture, the blueberry chicks were hatched for the radio. Hi, I'm Shelly Hartman, and I'm so happy to be able to bring you all things blueberry. Sponsored by the Blueberry Store, the Blueberry Chicks bring the blueberry buzz every Saturday morning to this very show from 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. For blueberry questions, please call us at 877-654-2400 or go to theblueberrystore.com. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially marked for you, our great customers. Sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempur-Pedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. Hi, Nicole Galata here with Galata Imagery, your South Haven local photographer. Specializing in family and wedding photography, I also photograph engagement, maternity, seniors, and so much more. Find me on Facebook and Instagram or on my website at galataimagery.com. Hi, Tina Goodrich here with Jakeway Realtors, local to the South Haven community. I've been a full-time realtor for 16 years in Southwest Michigan. Let me put my years of knowledge to work for you. In today's market, you need a savvy realtor. Find me on Facebook or Instagram, or call me at 269-759-1076. Remember, when you think real estate, list with Tina. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate time with Tina Goodrich. Dr. Max has left, uh, and we did earlier talk to him about the, his, uh, his practice, and we didn't ever mention his website. So you can always find Dr. Max at SouthHavenChiropractor.com. will be a great place to look him up. So Mason Dixon still here in the studio as well as Scott T. And good morning to you, Tina Goodrich. And good morning, guys. Yeah, so our subject for uh, this morning is short-term rentals, which is a hot subject around right. here. Some <laughs> love it, some hate it. Uh, and but yeah. that's the people that don't have them for sure. But uh, some people that uh, <laughs> probably have the summer rental probably love it a lot more than those yeah. that don't. So. Right? Yeah, it's a hot topic right now. I just recently um, acquired the last three permits for short-term rental at the city of South Haven. Wow, do you have bodyguards now? (laughs) Well, just so happened, um, we have a buyer that's interested at the asylum. Congratulations. Well, don't say congratulations yet. Yeah, not yet, but we do got to have a buyer that's interested. But there's a woo-woo. Well, yeah, because, you know, here we've been sitting on the fence. Good to have um, some movement and something happening. Yeah, all of a sudden it seemed like the lights got turned on because... All of a sudden, we're getting calls and wanting to see it, and 
Um, you know, but, if you took that Asylum Inn sign down and gave it to Rob Dog for a studio, then it would probably... People think it it's would. an insane asylum. Would they do. do. That would be so nice in my they, studio. And yeah. people yeah. think people it's an do. insane asylum and they don't want to go there. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, Mason. Um, actually, one of the buyers that came in today, he was, um, he was a young buck. And he was about... 25 26 where did he get and his money and he he thought the asylum inn was an insane asylum and i said well, well it is i said we have we have owned it for 22 years i said and how old are you and he mentioned how old he was i said well you probably only known it as the asylum inn then you know yeah. so um and for those you know locally you know that used to be the memorial hospital was not an insane asylum we created the asylum yeah um, but it was a hospital in the 1930s uh dr Penoyer and his son founded uh the memorial hospital they were bone practitioners so if you were to break a bone or leg you would go there we had green street apartment that was the main hospital if you remember yep. um it, the, during that time the memorial hospital also was active which was 1930. Yeah. Well, I do have to say that when I look at it, uh, asylum is a noun, and it is the appeal for political asylum, which would be refuge, sanctuary, sanctuary, shelter, safety, protection, security, immunity, and a safe haven. But then it goes on to say, for the number two, uh, he has confined to an asylum, which is a psychiatric hospital, <laughs> mental hospital, mental well, institution. There's there's a few scary movies out there with the asylum. Even Madhouse, uh, Looney Bin is one here it. on the list. I just Funny seen, yeah. Anyways, the asylum in Mark and I created um, when we purchased the building in 2001. Uh, the entire building inside was painted white, still from it being a hospital. And of course, working on it for a couple of years, we nicknamed it the Asylum, um, and it rolled off to be the Asylum yeah. from there. But a place of comfort and so to, a place relax to relax and, and rest. Because right. it's a totally restored building. Um, it's a beautiful that building. Beautiful. If you've never had the opportunity um, to see the Asylum, I mean, it's a, it's the perfect time right now. Well, it's on the market, and you can give me a call and. See, Tina would love to see the building. And you can transfer these uh, th- these short-term rental so, passes that you own. They're not yes. for the individual. They're for the building. They're for the building. So that's what's great. We were dragging our feet on getting the permits. Um, of course, when we did short-term rentals with the asylum, the permits hadn't even, they weren't even, they, weren't they didn't even thing. exist. Um, so we didn't have to have a permit when we did short-term rentals in 2003 is when we started. Um, but they later on did um, surface with the permits, and we only had to have one for the entire building. Um, and we did create three suites there, um, and now today you have to have a permit for each one. So wow. the permits are $600 a piece, and that covers uh, the city to come in and inspect your property to see if it's properly set up to do short-term rentals. You can't just do a short-term rental today without getting a permit. Uh, so the city comes in, inspects your property. Uh, they have a list of things uh, that you have to meet. And one of them, you know, last year was the windows. Yeah. Now, I have to ask this question sure. because I'm always looking at ways to get around whatever the rules may be. Right. Now, wouldn't it be if, let's say, you had a house that you lived in and you had your own little room mm-hmm. and you would just say, I'm inviting these 12 people over for the weekend, but I'm staying here in my house. Seems legit to me. Seems legit. I mean, that could still, does that work? Well, 
I don't know. It depends on the renter. You know, you just can't rent without having a permit. I mean, you have well, to have they a wouldn't permit. rent. They're just going to pay to hang out with me for the... <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure there's probably a few homes like that that may still be running the old pop mom and pop show. But in today's uh, South Haven, city of South Haven, you have to have a permit to do a short-term rental. Yeah. Um, and, and again, that goes, uh, that fee, $600, just goes for the city to come and inspect it. They come in, they might have to come in a few times. They actually, their first um, from the city when we requested the three permits uh, is they came over to measure the driveway. So, yeah, the first the first step is to measure the driveway to see how much you have capacity for parking for parking for how many rooms you're renting. So that has a lot to do with it. You yeah. can't well, have you got, a large yeah. home with just two parking spots. And you got spots. plenty of room. She's got that gazebo. It's like, that's all a driveway. If they, if they <laughs> we'll just move the gazebo <laughs> if we need more people in this week. Um, I always had one parking spot per flat designated behind the gate. So if you notice in, at the asylum and we have an electronic gate there. Um, and we did that purposely um, when we moved into the asylum at our home four or five years ago. Um, just for safety reasons for the grandkids. Keep the riffraff the out. If the, yeah. if the new yeah. owners don't want that gate, I got dibs on it. All I know is that they built the parking garage. Like, yes. like, like, like they said 20 years ago. Right. I want the sign. There was, um, we also had created two golf cart parking spots in the front of the end, so we completely got rid of all the grass. They are visionaries, I tell you. Yeah, I mean, golf carts, big in South Haven now. They probably weren't when you thought of it. No, not at all. I always wanted to get one after the golf carts were really um, popular in South Haven. I thought, since we lived in town at the end, let's get a golf cart. So we created these two golf cart spots, but did I get a golf cart? No. No. So that could be one uh, car spot. <laughs> that could be one car. Um, actually, if it's a great small size car. So the entire end behind the gate will will fit seven cars easily. So when you rented the entire end, you got all the parking and you could you could fit six in the driveway. And of course, there's the golf cart parking in the front will fit um, a okay. car. And well, the carport. I know you guys have other questions because this is exhilarating stuff. Right. We need to take a break <laughs> Boom. right now on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich. If you have branches hanging over your roof, or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. Hi, Tina Goodrich here with Jakeway Realtors, local to the South Haven community. I've been a full-time realtor for 16 years in Southwest Michigan. Let me put my years of knowledge to work for you. In today's market, you need a savvy realtor. Find me on Facebook or Instagram, or call me at 269-759-1076. Remember, when you think real estate, list with Tina. A huge thank you to all of you that made Senior Services of Van Buren County a success. 
Hi, I'm Diane Ragosi, the Executive Director. Because of you, we were able to expand our service locations in 2023, which will allow for increased flexibility to meet the needs of our senior population. It is your commitment to Senior Services of Van Buren County that has provided the foundation and the ability to expand our services. Please call us at 269-637-3607 or visit our website at seniorservices-vbc.org. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon here in the studio because it is... Let's Talk Real Estate, and I am a real estate expert. Yes, and Scott T. is here in the studio, and we've been talking about the asylum. We're still going to keep talking about the asylum? We well, else. we're actually talking about short-term, short-term rentals. rentals. I got a as, question yeah, about the, the asylum. asylum. Short-term yes. rental. Because, okay, Miss Tina, I'm not wishing any uh, bad stuff happening. Don't uh, go down but, that road, Mason. No, I just, it's just curiosity. You've got the you better of me. You go down the road. No, if for some reason boop, the new boop. owners... Uh, maybe they maybe the sale doesn't go through whatever, right. and you're mm-hmm. stuck with these these things. Are you going to like uh, maybe open up one or two of them uh, short term rentals for next summer? No, I I'm really past that. Um, Mark and I have taken the asylum in and our, as our home, so we live there and we'll live there until um, everything is signed yeah. on the dotted line because well, we love it there. It's, you could have kept the camper, bit more room brought than it we off need. to my house. You could have stayed out at my place for the summer and run it out with those three permits. Surprisingly, <laughs> the new uh, these buyers that are looking at the asylum in want to keep the name. I was I was so shocked. I was well, like, really? Tell them they can't have it because it's, <laughs> tell them they have to get it. They can keep the name, but they have to get a new sign. <laughs> they want to keep the name, the asylum in. You should I, I sell that to them. I was kind of proud, you know, that they wanted to continue yeah. something we started. You say, I had a $20,000 offer so. for that sign, so we're going to have to add twenty grand if you want it. Maybe that uh, the asylum has you know will be there for a hundred years oh, that's got to make you proud don't it It does because you know mark and i restored that building it will last south haven yeah. another hundred how about years. we just take the sign off and spray paint the asylum in on the side oh it's probably like still there once you take the letters off yeah because yeah, of, yeah. so, so I, day before so, they move in so i'll go I with you round dog. how about the medusa i thought she would really go good with the asylum in name do you ever see medusa out in the front at your house yeah at the asylum i do believe so yes oh you haven't seen her how could i not how it, could it's out in the front I've, I've been out front so i've had to see it mason snakes you got snakes medusa. in your front yard no we have medusa she's on a plaque out in the front um i actually found her in Sagatuck at an antique shop uh actually in douglas and i was like wow this is really cool could i get away with putting it on the inn and she's been there ever since i i you know a lot of people stop take pictures of the asylum and name the building um we get uh, a lot of tourists that come up and want to take tours you know of the inn um but no it's that's been where fun. you make your money I know. 10, bu- ten bucks a with piece a gift shop you could have yeah. a little shot glasses yeah. and uh keychains and then you step over to my real estate office <laughs> after you get some of those things right man well the other thing that i wanted to talk about short-term rentals is um not only the asylum in um back in 2018 we were renting for approximately 5500 for the week which now I'm finding out is very much on the low side. Yeah. Uh, the short-term rentals in South Haven, and this is not up on the lakefront. This is just you know in the city of South Haven, uh, is renting for three fifty a night per bedroom. 
350 it's like that uh that uh, 350 a night that caboose they got room. there Whoa. over by the depot yeah. that's like 500 dollars a night what's the, yeah that's probably about 500 yeah. that's only one bedroom what's the glass uh beach cottage what is that going for nowadays you have any idea i don't know i just was i was i got to looking 10 at, years ago um, i know it was like 12 grand for a week uh i got to looking on vrbo uh in the hagger township area um for lakefront um property because there's a handful of those that are rentals up there and there's one that just popped up on the market um 155 foot of private lakefront um in the Hagershore area for 630,000 it's just what? yeah 630,000 for a private 155 foot of lake frontage and this is like behind dimaggio or no past dimaggio's dimaggio's is pizza place everybody knows is right there in Hagershore. so you're gonna go past that Hagershore area but Hagershore is a is a nice quiet beach community they have some beautiful beaches in the Hagershore area. There are some cliff areas, and then there's some, you know, a little bit more gradual area uh, for cliff. But I found out they're, they're renting um, lakefront uh, 1000 to 1500 a night for a short-term rental. Now, that's not per bedroom. This is just like a quaint house that might have three bedrooms. Um, they're getting minimum the $1,000 a night to $1,500. Some are doing $2,000 plus a night on private lake frontage. So you see why people invest in second homes here along our lakeshore. Um, they buy them and then they turn around and rent them out by the week. It helps them pay for uh, insurance and property taxes. Our property taxes in southwest Michigan um, along the lakeshore can run, you know, an easy $10,000 yeah. a year, um, if not 25000 a year. Beach Glass Cottage right now on uh, Verbo is the average is $1,128 per night. $1,100 a night. So, you know, these homes along the lakeshore... So they, that's way less than it was 10 years ago for a week then. Way less. a night? $1,100 a night? Yeah, it's $1,100 a night, but it used to be uh, 10 years ago. I well, know it was twelve grand a week. Punch in the 4th of July weekend in that price by well, Yeah, that could be, you know, during the prime months, which is July and August. Um, yeah, this is the average, months. so that that's averaging the whole year. Yeah, I bet you it is probably five grand. I was really surprised at, you know, some of the rentals, um, just to get some information. If you're looking to invest in our area in short-term rentals, I always guide my people to go to uh, VRBO.com. Uh, go to um, Airbnb.com and see what the rentals are bringing in for our area. Uh, the tourists that come in here, um, they don't mind paying the big bucks to have a slice of heaven you know i mean south haven is the happening place um it's beautiful we have beautiful beaches it's quaint um we only have what was it five thousand total in our town when nobody's here mm -hmm. um, but we do grow to that fifty thousand mark i'm sure real fast during july and august when you say scott yeah. i i put in some uh Oh, sorry, Scott. I put in some August dates, and in August, it's almost 2000 per night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some uh, lakefront properties, you know, in South Haven that are um, really getting the big bucks. And that explains why our... Um, our housing has gone madly high. Again, we talked about City of South Haven right now is 500000 and up. 
the mm. one that we had, the two that we talked about that was uh, 300 in the 200 totally went under contract. So we are now uh, in the city limits, 500,000 and up yeah. for a home in South okay. Haven. That's well, crazy. Well, yeah, it is crazy. We can talk more crazy craziness good. when we come back on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich. Hi, I'm Holly Lawson from Drawing Children Into Reading, also known as DCIR. We're an early childhood fine motor building resource that will enhance your child's visual ability to express and communicate in pictures and words. In the classroom, we start with proper pencil grip, develop a longer attention span, and kickstart a whole new world when your child learns to draw, write, and read in that order. To unleash the happiness and find out more about this groundbreaking program, visit DCIR.org. Now you can see the award-winning documentary House of David, Life Everlasting on Amazon Prime. The story of the House of David is steeped in mystery, intrigue, drama, and exceptionalism. The House of David, Life Everlasting documentary film takes you through the formation of the colony, its greatest achievements, the sex scandal, and where it is today. Search House of David, Life Everlasting on your Amazon app or go to hodfilm.com for the link. This year's race at Mason Dixon at your service. At your service, you ask? Yeah, buddy. See, I bet y'all can use a little pep in your step, a little zest in your fest, and something new for the barbecue. I can entertain your guests, energize your meetings, MC your wedding, or special event. And I won't drink up all your beer. No siree, I'm a highly respected professional. And to find out how you can hire me in 2023, send an email to raceandmasondixon at yahoo.com and check out raceandmason.com. That's R-A-C-I-N-M-A-S-O-N.com. A huge thank you to all of you that made Senior Services of Van Buren County a success. Hi, I'm Diane Ragosi, the Executive Director. Because of you, we were able to expand our service locations in 2023, which will allow for increased flexibility to meet the needs of our senior population. It is your commitment to Senior Services of Van Buren County that has provided the foundation and the ability to expand our services. Please call us at 269-637-3607 or visit our website at seniorservices-vbc.org. We're back at Robert's Moondog Show. Scott T in the studio as well as Mason Dixon, of course. It is Let's Talk Real Estate time with Tina Goodrich and so it's Tina's already here. the third. Sorry, this is the last segment, segment of the go. show. I thought we'd talk a little bit about listings. I wanted to give a shout out. I just relisted Monroe Manor. I'm so excited Congrats. that I was able to keep that uh, listing. Might Again, be time when for we a video about now. Once, yes, yes, definitely. Um, once you have the listing, sometimes you may contract the listing in this um, price range for three months, maybe six months, and then you know it's up for a renewal. I usually go after a price reduction um, if I if it's on the listing for that six months. Um, well, I had one day gap between the time of expired and putting it back up for a relist, and in that 24 hours, he got phone calls about three to five realtors calling him to relist the Monroe Manor. Um, so during that expiration time, it's free and yeah. up for grabs. The sharks for anybody. came out. Oh, they sharks did. Sharks came out. They did. And, you know, um, for realtors in this situation, um, I wanted a price reduction. So we had been on the market for already for six months with the Monroe Manor at 1.475. Um, it has over four acres. We did get a price reduction for 1399 um, again, this is a lovely uh, 
um, estate on four, a little over four acres, just out of South Haven. Could be a, um, a little mansion maybe for somebody. Uh, do your own business there. It's got a nice frontage on 73rd Street. Um, again, seven bedroom, seven baths, but relisted by Tina Goodrich, Liz with Tina, 1.399. So I was excited about that one. Nice. Um, questions? That you're going to ask me a question, Mason. Got a question, Mason? No. About the manor? Yeah. About anything. Oh. Um, and then besides the, the Monroe not. Manor, we'll just keep on rolling. <laughs> um, Scott? Scott's got a yeah, question. Use though. your mic. Yeah, I'm going to use Oh, he gets to use his mic now. He does. Does that still have the tennis court in it? It does. Okay. It does have the tennis court. Needs a little work. Oh, or um, a bulldozer. Did, no, no, it's got the tennis courts there. You know, tennis kind of went out. It, no, you know, kind of went call away. It, a it was a big ball thing. Court. Yeah. Call it a pickleball pickle court, court and you'll sell that thing like good. Oh, idea. yeah. And, you, and it's not just one pickleball yeah. court. That is could be two pickleball courts. Yeah, it's a really nice, large tennis court area. I actually thought that would be a great area for the pool. Um, oh. But you're right. Uh, pickleball is very yeah, popular. Yeah, there's and plenty of room for it. It's got four acres. I can put a little, probably a two-hole yeah. golf green out there. I, I think there's, the there, there's plenty yeah, of room the for the pool right next to the pickleball there's course. There's plenty of room for a pool there. Um, and that's the only thing that it's missing. It could actually, yeah, you no could actually kidding. do that's a business That's what I said the other day. Last time corner. we talked about I it. I could build a natural swimming pond. but okay. <laughs> yeah. The cement pond. <laughs> yeah, no, and no you know, 73rd natural. is the service road yeah. between These how do you 43 do, How do you do people don't don't like snapping turtles, Scott? Well, yeah. Well. The, the, the. The, <laughs> the, I'll, the I'll reptiles in our area scare them. I'll start a separate division. We can go scan it every morning, scoop them out. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, those of you who have seen that Black River barn, this is right across the street. So yeah. we'll talk about right. uh, a gold mine right there. You yes, turn that is. into yeah. a bed and breakfast for them expensive weddings and ka-chink, ka-chink. Well, and there's a lot of businesses uh, on that service road. Uh, Laurel Oaks, All the, the new senior uh, center, not senior center, but uh, uh, the senior living is right in there. Home. Walmart. And you also have Menards. the 73rd Walmart's on Big Boy. And I heard through the grapevine, Big Boy is staying. We oh, talked about hey, Big maybe Boy being on the market. Maybe we can still get that statue when nobody's looking and get it to Rob's studio. I'd love to have yeah. the Big Boy in the studio. <laughs> you want the Big Boy and the Asylum oh, that, oh, yes. That would be yeah. perfect. <laughs> I just acquired even more space than I originally thought I had. So yeah. I need a big sign and a we big, were, we two were big signs. At, we were down at the Bend Bar, and he was trying to get the Ham's Bear. It's, oh. not for, it's not for sale. The ham's Oh, bear. at the bend. She's had offers. She, yeah, she's had offers of like twenty grand for that. Yeah. What? Oh my gosh! And she turned it down. Oh yeah. That's her icon. No, that's. that's I haven't uh, been to the bend forever. Oh. Did you go there for uh, dinner? <laughs> no, I no. went. They drank their dinner. Yeah, well, it's a place for dinner and. No, I, I, actually, I, I, actually, I we didn't. I didn't drink. Drink. I might have had one drink that night. We had Pepsi. We went to DiMaggio's, the famous pizza no joint. No way. She was out scouting one of that I was ter- scouting territory. that lakefront yeah. property, and while we were there, you got to go to DiMaggio's. You're going to Hager Shore? Yeah. Might as well go to DiMaggio's. Well, they got a big pizza. old restaurant bar that's for sale right there, right? I know. That's kind of a... 100 yards down. Yeah, that old grocery store that Chris Ariano's got it. 
Yeah, he's yes. yeah he's got it for sale. Yes, yeah. So Somebody I got a bought question. That last time I Somebody was there, it was a bar. It yeah. was doing something with it. Yeah, that was the yeah. last time I was there. It was, it was, a, a, it was a bar. Yeah. Well, after that, somebody had bought it and started doing some work with it, and I thought, oh, they're going to do something, and then it, it died back down, yeah. and Chris put it back on the market. So, Tina, do you have you ever been one of them shark realtors as soon as something expired and you had your eye on it? Did you contact Yes, the I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Did it ever work out well, for you? How, I did. How does that work with the procure? What was last week? The procuring Pro- cause. Yeah, procuring the, the deal. Procuring cause is putting a deal together. You, oh, the realtor okay. who put the all deal right. together. So the not meeting that of the you mines, did all the work, getting and then it another listed. Realtor comes in behind and grabs it, grabs it up and runs with okay. it. You have a percurring cause there. To this, well, yeah, yeah, but you're doing all the work getting it listed. You list it, right? And, it and you do all the free right. agent. And you're, okay. um, you list by contracts. We work with contracts. So when you yeah. do a listing, you contract that uh, seller under three months, under six months. Well, then months, you need to put in your contract. Year, you got to put in the contract that if this comes up on upon expiring, I am the first. To be available for this, and if 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 it's not well, the right of first well, refusal is that yeah yeah, it's, yeah you that's know, it. The seller um, he gives you this trial three months to sell my yeah. house, and if you can't do it, I want to see how you perform. Yeah. And if you're not performing to my standards at the end at. of our contract, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you could at. definitely be uh, you could be out of contract for a couple of days, right. and before you know it, another agent's in there calling them. Hey, I've I've got something to offer you. Yeah. I can do something different. I can sell your place for you if you'll give me the opportunity, and that's all it takes. Well, there you go, superstar. You got 15 so, seconds to rattle out some contact definitely. info. Definitely, you can always text me two six nine seven five nine one zero seven six if you have any questions about the show today uh, about short term. Reynolds, uh, or if you're looking for something maybe to to invest in, Cut. Uh, you can always reach seconds. me at. Um, oh, already <laughs> no, it's going. gone. Keep, finish up. Oh, you can uh, always find me on listwithtina.net and of course social media, Instagram, listwithtina, and let's talk real estate. So yeah, that's it. You'll find her. Yeah, Mason Dixon. All right, folks, thanks for listening to the show, and this was a good one with Lee Kemp, the uh, famous uh, wrestler. So uh, go back and listen to it at MoondogShow.com. Also, we got all old uh, episodes there too. And if you need any video needs, go to MoondogPro.net. Tina, you need to do that for that uh, that manner. And then uh, TrustinBirdBand.com for your music needs, and HODFilm.com for that uh, House of David Life Everlasting. Yeah. And uh, we want to thank our commercial sponsors and advertisers, including. UFCTreeCare.com, Masters Chiropractic, Hey Max, but we had Max in the studio, yeah. uh, Masters Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, Gulada Imagery, Country House Furniture, The Blueberry Store, and Pure Salon and Spa. Hey Jackie, uh, also I uh, want to uh, uh, give a, a big uh, thank you to our favorite organizations, mm-hmm. Drawing Children Into Reading, that's mm-hmm. DCIR.org, Senior Services Come of Van Buren County, Come and don't on. forget about Gotta me, go. that's RacingMason.com, Race and, and we is going to howl at the moon dog on the count of three, here we go, one, two, three, howl at the moon dog. Rob Bird's Moondog Show, subsidiary of Moondog Productions, can be found on the web at moondogshow.com. Copyright 2023.